Welcome back to part two of my conversation with Mr. Francisco Duron, who also is my cousin. On this half of the conversation, Francisco talks to us about what he thought his career was going to be when he got all grown up, how he's building his team and his business, which those of you that know, like you can't grow the business without growing your team. And he's also got some special advice for all the micromanagers out there. And believe me, I ain't judging. I've been working on my micromanagement for a very, very long time. And he's got some good advice there. But before you get all of that goodness, I want to give a shout out to L&M family member, Miss Claudia Garcia. Miss Claudia dropped this comment on the LinkedIn on a, some post that I had put out there. Uh, and it, it touched me in a meaningful way. And so, of course, I wanted to share it. She is looking for perfection and feeling defeated when I am pushed to sacrifice quality over quantity, making me feel there is simply not enough of me to go around if I want to meet the expectations of performance for everyone. Hurt by my standards, not theirs. It's crazy. The tapes we play in our minds definitely have been trying to develop awareness over those feelings to change course when I notice them coming through and your post and the Nobius tribe have helped incredibly. So thank you. You are welcome, Miss Claudia. And thank you. Not just the time to post and share your thoughts and your own personal experience, but the vulnerability that you brought in the post. We're talking about quality and quantity and, and the self-imposed expectations that we have. Um, and, and Claudia was sharing what that's like. And I bet she ain't the only one that feels that way. I don't know if you caught it, but there was a bit of a name drop in there of calling out No BS with Jen and Jess. And if you haven't connected with the No BS tribe, we've got a, we do a live stream every other Saturday at 8 a.m. Central. I'm going to put a link down in the show notes because we're actually on the YouTube and you can catch like the previous conversations that we've had over like the last two years and all the future ones coming up. And here we go on to Mr. Francisco. So back when you were at Tafoya, what was it? What did you think you were going to do in terms of your career? Nothing. It was just like grow up and get ready to work there. And it's nothing. It, it's not a knock on my parents because they yeah. grew up that way. It was like just work and you take care of family. Right. There was never really much of a, a push for education. Thank God that I was blessed with the ability to solve problems and pick up things. I, I was pretty smart, but I was lazy. I was still pretty lazy. As soon as I get home, I don't want to do anything but watch TV, ready for dinner. That's it. I'm not going to lie. I, I never had any direction. It's not like they, my family didn't support me. Whatever I wanted to do, they were like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll be there. I wanted to play any kind of sport, join any kind of group or whatever um, i had that kind of support it's not like they were like they would ever talk down to me so, and, right. and i've heard you i'm sure you've heard people talk to kids not very good oh, yeah. like, oh, oh yeah be anything when you grow up and it, it's pretty sad and i'm not gonna say like my family was there cheering me on but yeah like there wasn't much of a push for education it was just and get a job and it wasn't really till my mid to late 20s is when i started to think about what am i gonna do okay now what <laughs> yeah 
And this is where it gets real personal for me. And, and I hope it inspires somebody. I got into alcohol and didn't let go to, to my third DWI. And after each one, I felt like I need to change. I need to get better. And, but it, it's like when you have no direction and you, you hang around those people, it, it's all the same thing. Hey, let's go out. Let's go party. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I was always the guy to call. I was always ready to go out. After ready to go. Hey, I got, I got 50 bucks. Let's go spend all of it. I got 50 bucks and it's just sitting there in my pocket. I didn't grow up. So I went through all that for a good 12 years. And then finally, it, it just hit me like, like I got to get my act together. Or it's going to end up like really bad, like it does for a lot of people. A lot yes. of people. And in all honesty, full disclosure, like I'm a felon. I am considered a felon because I, I had my third DWI and I was like, I can't do anything now. I'm going to be making pizza the rest of my life. And it, it depressed me even more than I was depressed because that's where my alcohol came from. It it was depression that I didn't know I had. And it uh, took me all of 12 years to figure out like, hey dude, you're depressed <laughs> and you're just drinking to, to get rid of it. And, and it's not helping. Um, it was just up to me and eventually to decide, hey, I'm going to put this stuff down and set myself straight it's work now things are like way better <laughs> i love that you say you had to set yourself free because i don't know if, but me too right except i have a i have four so i'm winning <laughs> no I, said, I say it jokingly it's a serious matter but it really is setting your ourselves free whatever torture what he's thinking about the the super negative playlist that i run in my head over and over and over again and all the doubts and fear and if I let that take over, that's what contributes or helps me continue to drink and dilute myself. But I, all I got to do is set myself free from that and trust and that just trust. Like it's not, you know, it ain't that easy. Like you got putting on that, right? You got to work, you got to sacrifice. You have some hard, stupid lessons, embarrassing lessons and painful lessons, but you get up and you keep going. There's no reason there's no gain from going back the other way if we just set ourselves free. And so how I'm wondering, what has your experience been with hiring and motivating people on your team? Has that been like super easy? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, so hiring for me, I it's a lot of family and friends, uh, people I've met working with other people. The family and friends is hard because it's hard to fire them when you really want to. And it feels bad because with, with family, it's, it's going to get around. Everybody's going to know that you fired someone in the family and it, it may or may not look that bad on you. Or if not, they'll understand. They'll constantly ask, do you got work now? Come back or <laughs> whatever. And it's, as much as I'd like to help you do, like you really didn't want the job. Like everybody wants money. But for me, this is my career, my commitment my future and I'm at the point now where it's I want this to work and I want it to get bigger and I want money all that kind of stuff and it takes professionals you, you can't hire the cheap guy that's gonna work like a hundred dollars a day now like you you need to put your money where your mouth is if, if you want to get bigger and you want to grow you got to put the money in but you also have to provide some of the training you need to set the expectations you need to call people out. But you also need to let them know, hey, I appreciate what you're doing, good work, but this is where you also need work. So now I have monthly meetings. I never had oh. meetings before. It was just like all work, 
no play, show up and go home and thank you. And for me, that was good enough for me, but that's not good enough for everybody. A lot of people need the pat on the back or they need to know what they're doing wrong or where they get better. So now every month, throughout the month, I'll come across situations or whatever it is. I'll, I'll jot down this little note, hey, bring this up in the meeting. We handle a lot of occupied repairs where there's tenants, and we get callbacks on those because my guys sometimes, like, they want to get in and out because we don't get paid a lot. So I push them, like, you know, can I make it quick? But I wasn't telling them, like, you need to make sure that the tenant is happy what you did. And that the problem is actually fixed. Like you need to test it. I tell my guys the difference between a bad installer and a good installer is just testing it. Just test mm. it to make sure it works. And if it doesn't work, you'll be there to fix it right away. You look like the greatest dude in the world because you <laughs> yes. And they don't always think of that. And I put that on myself as well because I was never telling them. That's what I do now. I need to work on complimenting more. For whatever reason, I have a whole lot of difficulty with that. I don't do pats on the back. I don't, yeah, I'm not good at really, oh man, you did such a great job here. You did such a great job there. I'm, I don't know why. I, that's just the way I, <laughs> I am. Yeah. I that Because I know that's what these guys need to hear. I do share it a little. Y'all are doing good. Y'all are doing better. And things are looking better. That's about as close as I get. I, I just... Throw it out. It's a big blanket. Yeah, y'all are doing good. Great. I also introduce one-on-ones that I'm going to try. And that helped me out a lot because a couple guys where it's, they would come and go. Yeah. And I understand because they have family and they want to make, like everybody else, they want to make the most money they can. And so one guy, he worked with me last year for about a month. And then he left to go work with his brother. And I was like, okay, yeah, I understand. You got to do what you got to do. It kind of sucks for me, but I get it. I'm never going to hold it against anyone that they're going to go and try to do better for their family. I'll never, or even themselves. I'll never hold that against anyone. I get it. So I said, I had a meeting with everybody. I said, look, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. This is what I want my business to be. And if I can get to that point, there's going to be a whole lot of work and a whole lot of money when we get there. And y'all are gonna be the guys to fill the supervisor and management positions. I'm showing you guys like how I want it and y'all are gonna know this is what he wants versus me hiring someone I have no idea right. or whether I can trust him or not. My guys now, they've got credit cards under the business. They've got, I got a truck and a trailer that one guy uses exclusively. The other guy who's been with me, like he, he's really good. He just needs to focus on making sure that works done right. I can see in him the same fire that I see in myself where he wants to make money and he wants to provide for his family. Not that I'm, how do I say this? Like if I can direct him and I, I sat him down and I told him, I, I said, look, I want to know what it is you want to do because last year you came and you were here for about a month and you left. And that's fine. I told him, I said, that's fine. I, I get it. I understand why you left. And then... It didn't work out with his brother, and then he went to work for someone else. He got burned by them, and then he came back and he said, hey. Actually, he told me, he's like, I'm painting houses if you ever need a painter, you know. So I'm pretty committed to him. So I, I was like, thanks. I'll let you know. If I get backed up on houses to paint, you know, I'll shoot one or two your way or whatever I can. It came to a point where it's like, you know, I need another full-time guy. So I texted him, and I'm like, hey, you know, you're looking for full paint, but... I'm 
I have an opening for a full-time guy. I like the way you work. If, if you're willing to come on, I can give you full-time hours. And I know you need more money than I can pay hourly. If I ever get something that I can sub you out for, like a full-time job, at your way as well. That way you're making more money on the side. If I sat him down and I spoke with him on the one-on-one and I said, like to know where you're going because this is what I'm trying to get. If my guys are leaving after two or three months, I can't commit to these bigger goals that I have without yeah. knowing I have a team behind me that I can rely on. He wanted to, he wants to go into like trucking or something. And I told him, I was like, look, dude, I'll be honest with you. You're a tradesman. Like the way I see you work, like you don't have the education like I do, but you're doing it. And you're doing it quick, and with a little bit of training, you can kick ass. Yeah, you can make a lot of money. Like, there's a lot of money in this industry if you do it right. And I'll tell you, I want if I can make like ten million a year, like I'll do what I can to make that ten million. I'm not gonna get there without people helping me. And if you're willing to stick around and commit, I'm gonna take you for that ride. Back to the marketing issue, it's working on getting out there. Yeah. Letting people know what you do, services you provide. I think for me, what stands out is like your commitment to your team, to, to your vision and like getting it done, right. Test it, make sure it works. Be their hero, make their day, make sure it works before you leave. And I think it's those things. Cause you know, a bunch of people out there have been burned by handymen, tradesmen, like master licensed people. They just, they do crappy work and the people are stuck with it and they're living with it or they're working in that space. And so reliability, right? If you can, if I can rely on somebody to do what they say they're going to do, own it, if they don't do it right and make it right, that's high value, (laughs) whatever that is. I hear it all the time on both sides. I hear the homeowners, like they don't trust contractors they don't trust any tradesmen because they've been burned or they've yep. heard the, the horror stories of what happened to whoever they know and right. the same thing with the trades they go and do all this work and they don't get paid because oh god paid. yes yeah and then it turns into a big mess they don't have contracts so they have no rights to do anything like they're out five thousand ten thousand fifteen thousand dollars because they were trusting the homeowner and, it, and it's, it's back and forth, honestly, and it, it's yes. just to see, but it happens and it's just a difficult thing to deal with. Um, that's why I say if this is what you want to do or any job or any business, career, whatever, if it's what you want to do, commit, get better, learn as much as you can and do the best you can. You're not always going to do the greatest job, but you will get better as long as you mm. Amen, man. That will always carry you for the rest of your life. So you said $10 million business. What, like, what footprint do you intend to leave on the world? I hadn't thought about it before. To me, it was always like, just get bigger. But the older I get, the more stuff that I see. I've helped every one of my immediate family members with something. Uh, but the opportunity was there for me to help my family. And to me, that's like, a dream come true that I never even had to be able to help them. It feels great to help family, but sometimes you see them go back into what they did before that got them in the same place. And it's understandable. It's going to be hard for them, just like me, to get out of the alcohol. Right? 
going to take them some time to learn to get out of whatever situation they're in. And I'll get into the whole, everybody wants to buy mom's house for them. Oh, yeah. Bought mom's house. And I'm happy that I made it to that point. Amazing, man. So if people want to get a hold of you, what's the name of your business? Where do they find you? Do you have a fans-only page with pictures of your feet? Right there, remodels and renovations. Oh, I got you. All right, there it is on the hat. It remodels and renovations. The office number, it's 210-269-0013. My sister answers that line. Yeah, my phone rings like 50 times a day. And because I'm still hands-on, I'm not just managing it's very difficult for me to answer all the time. She's pretty much next to me all day, so she can relay whatever message it is or email as well. It, it, it's all on the, the website. San Antonio area or you work all across the country? <laughs> I wish all across the country. <laughs> but for me, I'm a little bit of a micromanager, so that, that's I'm trying to get away from that. I'm trying to get that's away from hard, that. That's hard, man. I know it. I, I still find myself like, you know what? Just let me do it. Let me do it. It's, it's going to be faster. But for those who are micromanagers, your guys are never going to learn if you just keep stepping in there. You got to take the hit. It's going to, your guy's going to sit there for four hours to do that 30 minute job to figure it out. But you know what? After the four hour effort, the next one's going to take two hours. And the one after that's going to take an hour. And then it's just going to get better and better and better. And if it doesn't, then I'm sorry to say that guys probably not in the right career path um, and there's nothing right. wrong with that like not everything is for everybody and yeah. it, it, there's plenty of people out there who, who work at jobs that they hate or they're not very good at and but they need to put food on the table and pay their bills and that's just part of the, the way the world works there's some people who are fortunate enough to find something that they enjoy and something that they're good at but just know if you're not good at anything you got to go figure out what you want to be good at I keep saying, educate yourself. Go get the education. It, it's, you got to suffer before you can enjoy. Man, I suffered for years. Everybody gets to see me posting pictures of what I have now. Um, and they're like, man, that is lucky. And I'm like, we had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> for to real. To get here. And I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to keep fighting for it until I can. And, and I know what it's like to be poor. And I know what it's like to... I wouldn't consider myself rich, but I'm good. I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be good and not worried. And the other thing is work-life balance. To each their own. There's people who want that balance, and there's honestly people who don't. There's people who are more committed to their jobs or more committed to their family. And it's up to them. You, It's not up to you to tell them what they want or to tell them to do what you want. you got to understand, hey, that's what they want. If you want them to see things your way, it's going to be a fight and it's going to be a struggle. you got to figure out what you're willing to do and yeah. what you're willing to accept. Decision. Yep. And, and it's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult for a lot of people. So anybody you want to give a shout out to before we wrap up? In particular, my crew. <laughs> yeah. Sticking around. Here they can see and believe that this is what I'm trying to do and this is where I'm trying to go. My family, loved ones, friends, the same people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just everyone who's behind me, everyone who's supporting me, and everyone I'm, I'm doing this for. Oh my goodness, did he say work-life balance? <laughs> you know, the, the key point that I took away from his comment about work-life balance is to each his own. 
the definition of balance is up to the individual. I think I've said it to y'all before. My perspective on it, it's a matter of intensity. When I give all the things in my life the same amount of intensity, um, things turn out to be amazing. So if that works for you, go ahead and use it. If not, whatever is working for you, keep doing it. And if you're still trying to figure it out and you're feeling like you're missing the mark at home or at work and the yard and the gym and the truck and the car and the kid, and you're looking for some inspiration to get on the path of becoming the promise you're intended to be, the audio book is available on Spotify and Spotify just made some announcement where like you can get, get the book, like buy the book directly. And if you have a membership that it, you can just kind of listen to it as the, the way you listen to all the other music and stuff that you're taking in. Have I haven't tried it yet, but it sounds super cool. But I know the book, the book's pretty good. So check it out. Be kind to yourself, be cool, and we'll talk at you next time.